Welcome. You're listening to the Making the Shift podcast, where you learn how to go from employee to CEO and build a wildly successful coaching or yoga business. I built my coaching business while working as a teacher, and now I'm obsessed with helping other women do the same. Each week, I will teach you high-level mindset and business strategies that you can implement right away. I'm your host, life and business coach, Denise Vinieri. Hello, everyone. Welcome back and happy holidays. I'm so excited. This is like my favorite time of year. And seriously, I have so much to tell all of you. And as a reminder, also from last week, I revealed that the podcast is getting a rebrand. I'm so excited. New name, new intro, new outro, new music, um, new vibes. Content is still going to be amazing, but it's going to, again, like I said last week, it's going to be just a little bit more intentional. And I am so excited. I cannot wait. I'm waiting on some artwork from my photographer, and then I have to create the artwork for um, Apple. So each podcast gets its own artwork. And I'm just so excited. Like seriously, uh, 2020, 2021 was amazing. I'm not gonna, I'm not rushing out 2021 at all because it's been incredible, but I'm definitely excited for 2022. I just know it's gonna be so, so, so good. So by the time this episode airs, I will be enjoying some much welcome time off though with my family. And before the end of the year, I wanted to record an episode about evaluating results. It's something that I teach a lot to my clients, whether they're in my one-to-one container or my mastermind. So in this episode, you'll learn how to evaluate results in your business weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly. It's literally the same process, just looking at different spans of time. And so I'm, I'm doing this episode because it's the end of the year. And I highly recommend that you sit down and actually do a yearly evaluation. I don't care how much money you made last year. It doesn't matter how much money you made in your business, how many clients you signed. Doesn't even matter if you started your business last week. You want to still do an evaluation. So please hang on to the end of the episode. I also have an amazing download. The link is in the show notes. So if you want to get your hand on a business evaluation workbook, go ahead to the show notes. You can download that after the episode. Okay. So I'm not shy about it, and I'm always an open book. I had my business for many years before I started treating it like a business. Um, And before that, it was kind of like this side thing in my mind. It was just something that I did on the side. And I wanted to do this episode because something I recognized about my earlier years as an entrepreneur and something I recognize in a lot of my clients who are, let's just say, in their first year or second year of business or don't identify as a business owner is a is is doing a self-evaluation of the year. And I didn't approach my business as a CEO or as an entrepreneur, really, you know, a CEO of a company. And so I never did an evaluation because I just never saw it that way. And there's nothing wrong with my journey. It was what it was. But I will say this as long as I'm a business coach. The biggest shift that you can make in your yoga business is to see yourself as a CEO and not simply an employee of a studio. And most of you are not even employees. You're independent contractors because they're not paying you benefits. They're not giving you health and and medical benefits. And, you know, they pay you only for when you're there. So you don't get sick time or anything like that. So technically, you're not even an employee of that studio. You're an independent contractor, which is amazing because you're like an entrepreneur and should see yourself that way as the CEO 
of a yoga business. And the same thing is true of coaches and healers, right? The biggest shift you can make is to see yourself as the CEO of a coaching business or a healing business or a wellness business, not just as a person who does this thing. And this, by the way, guys, is regardless of whether you have a physical space or not. You can be operating completely online or working out of other spaces or working in people's homes. It doesn't matter. It's not contingent upon you having a physical space. It's literally your thoughts. It's how you're thinking about yourself as actually having a business, being a business owner, a CEO. And so when I changed how I viewed myself and what I was doing, I made a lot of different decisions and looked at my business differently. And because of that, I grew fast. I'm going to break down one of the things I did differently that helped me to do that. And, you know, I always like to give the numbers, but for years as a coach and yoga teacher, I made 5K, 7K, then 10K. But when I started thinking like a business owner and I started not seeing myself as just an employee who was just doing this thing on the side and I helped people one-on-one from time to time, when I actually started thinking like a business owner, I doubled I doubled. Like I went from 10K to 20K and then I like tripled. And last year I made 100K and this year alone I'm at 215K. So that is over 300K in two years doing work that I am deeply, deeply passionate about, doing work that I feel so fulfilled to my bones doing. And it's because I implemented this one, I implemented a lot of things, but this one practice was so important. And that is evaluating. And here's how you know you aren't doing that. Some of you might be thinking like, wait, I am evaluating my business, but here's how you know you're not. If you're not actually spending time with pen and paper or computer and sitting down and making an intentional practice of like what you did over the year or what you did over the month, because you can do this again weekly, monthly, and quarterly and yearly, but we'll talk about it pretty much for the year now. Here's also how you know you aren't doing that and why you should be doing evaluations. One, do you know how much money you've brought in your business last year? So we're at the end of 2021. Do you know how much money you've brought into your business over 2021? If you don't know how much you've brought in, you're probably not doing evaluations because if you were, you would know that number or or know something close enough to it. If you're like, I have to go look, then you're definitely not evaluating because you would know. You would be like, oh, well, as of last month, this is how much I brought in. So I probably brought in this much this month. So I'm probably around X. You see how different your answer would be if you were evaluating. Okay. If you, um, if you, again, here's another way, you know, you're not evaluating. Do you know exactly how you created that? So whatever your result is so far for the year, however much money you've brought into your business, do you know how you created that? Like exactly Like, you know exactly how many clients you signed, you know exactly how many workshops you did or talks that you did or collaborations. How many retreats did you run? Crickets, right? So if you don't know exactly how you created, how much you've created in your business, it's because you are not evaluating it, okay? Do you know how to increase what you made last year? Let's say you do know how much you've brought in and you kind of know roughly like how many clients you had. Do you know how you're going to increase that number next year? How are you planning for growth? Again, if you don't know, it's because you're not evaluating. Because when you do evaluations, you're also planning for the future. So evaluate. And by the way, 
I'm saying this with a little, it's a little cheeky, but right, because I did not do this for a very, very long time. So remember that, guys. There's no shame here. It's part of our growth. I think in the beginning, we, we if we're not taught to do an of self-evaluation, we can easily miss it. And it's it kind of feels like we're throwing spaghetti at the wall, as opposed to being really intentional about how we're spending our time and how we're creating in our business. So evaluating at regular times in your business so that you can see what you've done and how you did it and where you need to tweak things to hit your goals is important. Listen, if you aren't doing it, it's just simply because you haven't been taught to do that in your business. And I see a lot of yoga teachers and coaches thinking they are at the effect of their business. Right? This is another this is another rally cry for evaluating because if you think that you are at the effect of um, of your business or you work in someone else's space, you are missing out on the power that you actually possess to create the results that you want in your business. And I know so many of you want to do this work full time. And if you're struggling to do that, I want you to make like a promise to yourself that you're going to implement this one skill of evaluation because it will change your life. It will change your business. I see a lot of, um, oh, sorry. Yes. So I see a lot of yoga teachers and coaches where I'll ask them or, or healers or wellness professionals, like, you know, like what is, how much money will you make this month? And it, it's like always a surprise to them. Like their, your monthly income is always a surprise or you don't feel like you're in control of the money coming into your business. The truth is, is that your finances are 100% inside in your control. And I think that here's another reason for this. I think that in the wellness industry, there's a little bit of a belief that it's taboo to talk about money. And that's just one reason why so many people aren't making a thriving living. Because if you have any hangups around talking about revenue and income and profit and money, any hangups about that, it's one of the reasons why you're not making money in your business. Because if you're not willing to look at it, you're not willing to look at your back end, you're not willing to look at your books, listen, I have coached people who own yoga studios and own wellness spaces, and they don't want to look at their books. They don't want to look at their finances. There's like resistance. And that's one of the first things that we do is we coach on our money story, the money story around not wanting to look at the books and, and why and where this, you know, there's a lot of shame around not understanding the finances part of it, right? Not being able to evaluate that. And you you miss out on so much as a business owner when there is some money story happening that's blocking you from actually looking at your finances. So it's one of the things I definitely coach my clients on because it's so powerful to know exactly how you created what you created in your business. Okay. And another thing that I want to address too is that I hear a lot of people tell me that being a yoga teacher or a coach isn't a sustainable business. This is such a huge thing that I hear. And listen, I had that belief for many years. And maybe at one point that was the norm. I'll give it maybe 20 years ago, it was the norm that like, yeah, you really didn't make a full living unless you went and like lived at an ashram. But we're at different times. And there are a lot of people out there who want yoga, who want holistic practitioners. They want coaching. And it's not sustainable if you don't want to have conversations about money. So if you don't want to have conversations about money, then you're right. The business is not going to be sustainable if you're not willing to look at your finances and look at your budget and look at your books. Okay. Um, And it won't be sustainable if you're not evaluating your efforts at regular times. 
And the fact is, is that it is more than sustainable. You can have a thriving yoga business, a thriving coaching business, healing business. If you're a soul-led entrepreneur, 100% you can have a wildly profitable business while over-delivering to your clients. And part of that is doing regular evaluations. So I'm going to share a very simple evaluation practice that I teach all my clients. And I also implemented it on the first of the month with my clients. So Basically, at the end of every month, they have to do an evaluation. And on the first of the month, they share their monthly evaluations with me in their business. And I make them do that because you cannot change what you're not willing to look at. And this takes radical honesty, radical responsibility. And I and I also think of it like doing a self-evaluation. It's an act of self-love and it's powerful AF, truly, to take responsibility for my business results always is self-love. Because I'm not willing to let myself off the hook and blame other people or blame social media or blame the weather for like how my business is doing. Instead, I take responsibility and that's really powerful to do that. Because as long as you're kind of like at the effect of, like I'm at the effect of someone else, I'm at the effect of the weather, of my clients, of whatever story you got going on, you're abdicating responsibility to some external force And as you know, your thoughts and your actions are what create your results. So abdicating responsibility to something externally is disempowering to you as a business owner. It's also in some way putting you kind of like at the effect of it's a little bit of victimhood as opposed to being in a really powerful stance of I created this and my results are within my control and might take time to get the result you want. That's not the problem, but it's believing fully with every fiber of your being that you can create the business that you want because your results are 100% within your power. So I'm going to share, I hope I've sold you on why doing an evaluation is so important in your business. So I'm going to share with you my evaluation practice and it's super simple. But before we do that, evaluating is a strategy a business strategy, and it's a skill. It's a strategy of growing your business, but the mindset behind this is just as important. So remember, my philosophy is we it's mindset, it's energetics, and it's strategy. And so the mindset is just as important as implementing the strategy of evaluations. So yes, identifying as a CEO is important, but thinking like one is a little different. So some of the ways that entrepreneurs or CEOs think are they're willing to take risks, They're willing to fail, willing to learn from that failure, and willing to keep going without any evidence they can produce the next result or goal that they want to. And so what is the evaluation really? It's an intentional practice of learning from your efforts. Let's say it again. Evaluation is an intentional practice of learning from your efforts. So once you decide to do something in your business, you implement that decision in your business, then you evaluate the implementation and the effect or the result of that implementation. You learn from it and then you make a new decision going forward and you end up in this cycle from evaluating things in your business. And the decisions that you make are smart because they're actually based on an evaluation that you did in your business rather than just making up new decisions every other day. That's very unintentional. Okay, you can you can get places with unintentional decisions, but 
Imagine if you were actually being really intentional about this process, okay? So um, where, where was I? Yes, okay, so part of that, sorry guys, <laughs> that evaluation is what are you doing that's working? Where is it not? And what tweaks need to be made? These are some of the questions you can be asking. And there are three areas you can look at if you're not hitting your goals, marketing, sales, or CEO. And they're really all CEO problems, but um, well, I like to separate them so it's very clearly like here, it's a marketing problem, a sales problem, a CEO problem. So when you evaluate, you're looking at where are your strengths and where are your areas of growth? Like where do they need to be? And again, you want to do this objectively with love and compassion. So notice when you do these evals or if you are resistant to doing them, why? And most often it's because you'll feel some emotion that's really uncomfortable if you make your results or the lack of hitting it mean anything about you, like that you failed. Then you're going to miss the part where you can learn from the experience of failing. So even if your current result does not match the goal that you had, all that means is that you had an unexpected result. It doesn't mean you failed. Failed means you got an unexpected result. But it doesn't actually truly mean failure unless you make it mean that and then you get caught up in that and you don't learn from it. But if you can take that point that you didn't hit your goal yet and learn from it, right, then it's not truly failing. And this is the this is required of entrepreneurs. They're constantly deciding on things, implementing those decisions, failing and learning from the failure to make new decisions, make those tweaks, those little shifts, noticing where their areas of growth are and trying again. And it's almost like a science experiment where every month you have a hypothesis and if you don't prove the hypothesis true, you're tweaking the formula, you're tweaking the recipe, you're tweaking it to see if the next month actually helps you hit that goal. But you can't do that if you're caught up in like, oh my God, I didn't hit my goal again this month and you're making it mean that you failed. You wanna use this as an opportunity to troubleshoot. But what I see a lot happening in the beginning is people staying wrapped up in the emotion of discouraged and disappointed rather that like seeing you didn't hit your goal yet and you can actively troubleshoot it. Okay, again, if you make it mean that the unexpected result of not hitting your goal means you're failing or that something is wrong with you or your business, you don't glean the lessons from the experience. And that's why doing the evaluation is so important. It squarely puts your results in your hands where it belongs. It's a strategic measure of your growth where you can look at your business objectively and make an intentional plan for the future to hit your goals. It reveals where your gaps are as an entrepreneur or a company and you can plan accordingly. It helps you take your hobby and turn it into an actual business. It helps you learn from what you did the month before or the year before to help and prepare for the growth going forward. So I love my clients. I love the yoga teachers, the healers, and the coaches, and the ones that are combinations of that. And here's something I know that no one ever told me as when I first started as a yoga teacher and a coach, no one ever told me to do this. And not one of my clients has ever told me they evaluated their business before they started coaching with me. Not one. They were just trying shit and did what seemed to stick and scrap things that didn't. And that got them where they are now. And it probably got you where you are now but it's not going to get you where you truly want to grow if you if you just keep 
throwing spaghetti at the wall, right? Not if you want to create a business that can support your livelihood. So here's the simple evaluation that I promise. And again, as a reminder, I included a link to a free PDF that you can download. It's the Business Evaluations Workbook. There's the link in the show notes. So you can do the same process for the month end or year end. And I recommend that you do this every single month and do one for your 2021 results. It's pretty much the same. So you'd put down what is your um, your monthly goal and what is your current result? And if you wanted to do this for the year, what was your year goal and what is your current regal- your current result as of now for the year? And then going from there, what worked? What worked last month or last year? What did you, like what were the actions that you did or didn't do that you know helped you create that result? Like what are the things that worked? How did you feel most of the time? Did you feel like you were in alignment with your business? And what were some of the emotions that you had that really served you well? What thoughts did you have that propelled you, inspired you to take action? Right? What thoughts helped you create that result? Then what didn't work? What were things that you did last year that like absolutely did not work? And it could be the way that you were thinking, the way that you were feeling, or the way that you were behaving inside your business, right? Things you did, didn't do that didn't like did you spend three weeks watching Netflix and not making offers to people right that certainly is not going to work and help you create clients and create a business right so just being really real and then you want to complete as many models as possible I've talked about the model a lot on the podcast before but essentially one thought will trigger one feeling that feeling can drive many actions or inactions, so things you're doing or not doing. And of course, your behavior is going to yield a result. So this is how your thoughts create your results. So one way you can work backwards, if you want to come at this in another angle, is put result, put the word result down, and then what was your current result, right? Whether this was your month or your year, and work backwards objectively. So what actions or inactions did you engage in that created that result? And then how were you feeling that kind of inspired or didn't inspire action? And then what thoughts do you think helped create that? And you want to get as clear as you can get as many thought, thoughts down that were part of that result, because then you can go to the next question, which is what will you do differently going forward that's actually in alignment with your goal? And if you hit all your goals, that's amazing. You still want to capture those thoughts too because you know that they worked well for you. You know the things that you did last year worked and helped you create this result. So what are you going to do differently next year, especially if you want to scale? These are such simple questions, but they reveal so much information around growing your business. Okay, so that's it asking yourself some very simple questions to see how you created your current result. So if you like your current result, keep doing what you're doing. If not, then make the necessary tweaks and shifts that really are best guesses, right? They're best guesses as to what you think might work and be willing to test it, right? Implement it, see the result, evaluate it, and then make new decisions and keep going. Okay, don't forget to download the workbook and save it to your desktop for future reference. Have a great week, my friends. I love all of you tremendously. Happy holidays and happy new year. Much love. Don't forget, download the workbook. The link is in the show notes. Love you all. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to grow your business, I wanna invite you to learn about coaching with me. 
set up a time by going to denisefineri.com forward slash consult. We spend one third of our lives at work and it can be purposeful and profitable while having the impact that you want. So until next week, go make some epic shifts. Thanks for tuning in.